I'm Chip Bach, and welcome to Blue Rock. On each episode, we'll discuss what life is like on this big blue rock, where we are all headed, separately and together, what changes we need to make to ourselves, the planet, and towards each other, and just discuss what daily life is like for your fellow crew. And maybe, just maybe, we may also see a commonality that connects all of us. All right, welcome to another episode of Blue Rock. On today's episode, we're going to talk about a little something called fear. So what is fear? The pure definition of the word fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous and likely to cause pain or a threat. But what is fear? Fear is a natural, powerful, and primitive human emotion. It involves a universal biochemical response as well as a high individual emotional response. Fear alerts us to the presence of danger or the threat of harm, whether that danger is physical or psychological. Interestingly enough, there are three types of fear. Rational fear. Rational fears occur when there is a real or imminent threat. Primal fear which is defined as an innate fear that is programmed into our brains. More on that later. And then there's a rational fear. Rational fears are the ones that don't make logical sense and can vary greatly from person to person. From a physiological standpoint, fear starts in the part of the brain called the amygdala. According to Smithsonian Magazine, a threat stimulus, such as a sight of a predator, triggers a fear response in the amygdala, which activates areas involved in the preparation for motor functions involved in things like fight or flight. However, as you can see, most of us are taught that fear is something related to a reaction, in most cases, and usually to a threat of some type. But fear has become way more than that. So we know there are three types of fears, but there are five basic fears of which almost all of our so-called fears are made of. These fears include extinction, mutilation, loss of autonomy, separation, and ego death. What's cool is if we let go of fear as being evil forces within us and see fear as information, we can think about them consciously and maybe better understand how fear affects all of us and how it is behind a lot of human behavior. So back to the five fears. First is extinction, the fear of annihilation, of ceasing to exist. It's a more fundamental way to express it than just fear of death. The idea of no longer being around brings up a primary existential anxiety for most humans. Like that panicky feeling you get when you look over the edge of a high building, yikes. This can also be connected to a person's ego, but it is probably the most basic way that fear serves us well. For example, jumping out of the way of an oncoming car so that we do not prematurely become extinct. I don't know that I'm personally aware of this next basic fear. It's mutilation. This is an instinctual fear of losing any part of your bodily structure. The thought of having our body's boundaries invaded or of losing the integrity of any organ body part, or any natural function? Fun fact, anxiety about animals such as bugs, spiders, snakes, and other creepy things 
comes from the fear of mutilation. It's probably why the movie Arachnophobia freaked all of us out. The third fear is loss of autonomy. The fear of being immobilized, paralyzed, restricted, enveloped, overwhelmed, entrapped, imprisoned, smothered, or otherwise controlled by circumstances beyond our control. Yeah. This is otherwise known as claustrophobia. But it also extends to our social interactions and relationships. This big blue rock is reacting a lot to this fear right now. Fear of being controlled by circumstances beyond our control is making people lash out and lead with ego. The death of which is actually the fifth basic human fear, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Is the loss of autonomy part of the fuel driving racism, war, and separatism? This brings us to basic fear number four, separation. The fear of abandonment, rejection, loss of connectedness, of becoming a non-person, not wanted, respected, or valued by anyone else. The silent treatment, for example, when imposed by a group, can have a devastating effect on its target. The division among humans that is affecting so many corners of the planet swings both ways because of this fear. Some fear that their way of thinking and being is threatened by a more diversified world. Ironically, many respond to this fear by instilling it in others, especially those that appear different to them, whether it be race, creed, borders, or genders. This can even be seen in children. Those that are known as bullies are very often simply operating from a place of this fear of separation. So fear of separation is causing so much pain and strife on this blue rock. Doesn't it make sense to do the opposite and come together? The fifth and last basic fear is death of ego. This is a fear of humiliation, shame, or other mechanism of profound self-disapproval that threatens the loss of integrity of the self. The fear of shattering or disintegration of a person's constructed sense of lovability, capability, and worthiness. Ego, as we covered in a previous episode, has a tendency to not serve humans very well, especially in the times we're in now. We've been programmed to lead with ego since we were very small. Competition, greed, winning at all costs, being the best, all serves our egos. So much so, that when we feel our ego is being threatened, or that ego death, this basic fear kicks in hard. And we react either internally or externally. Internally, it can be feeling unloved, incapable, worthless, humiliated, self-shame. Externally, we can react through violence, anger, lashing out, jealousy. And this tends to be another ingredient in racism, division, inequality, malignant narcissism, war, and genocide. So fear 
is way more than a response to a danger or a physical threat. Fear in all of its forms is the actual threat to this big blue rock. Though we may not be born with many of these fears, once installed in us, they can make us feel alone, small, helpless, angry, and threatened. How can we come together as one if so much fear keeps us so far apart? Remember those three types of fear? Rational fear, when it serves to protect us and those around us, is a very good thing. Primal fear, we need to be careful of. Most are programmed into all of us, but like any program, they can malfunction, become corrupted, or even fail us. Irrational fear? Well, that is likely more of a symptom of when our primal fears may be working against us. In looking at all the ways fear affects humanity, I found some even deeper synchronicities. A friend of mine named Bupender Goraya recently wrote that math has a way of showing us certain fundamentals of the universe and humanity as a whole. Zeros and ones, for example. Mathematically, zero cannot be divided, subtracted, multiplied. It's nothing. It's absolute nothingness. Some theorists believe zero may have existed before the Big Bang. The number one represents a single entity. Any number raised to the power of one equals itself. So zero is anything and everything, and also nothing. The number one is us, as our individual self. In a previous episode, I talked about how love cannot exist when fear is present, and fear cannot exist in the presence of love. So numerically, in this theory, zero is fear, and one is love. Again, from a primal survival standpoint, fear is absolutely necessary. But it cannot exist with love. So are we, the residents of this big blue rock, being conditioned to live daily in more fear so that more love cannot exist? Ancient cultures understood yin and yang, darkness and light, even George Lucas. <laughs> so though fear and love cannot exist simultaneously, they do appear to be necessary in the balance of the universe. Speaking of balance, is it a coincidence that the binary code that our computers, software, smartphones, social media, and the internet use is simply a series of zeros and ones? Fear and love? Okay, maybe not the time to pull on that thread. <laughs> so back to fear. Make sure to ask yourself what you are fearful of most often or how you react to fear. Are you running away from an angry dog on a daily basis? Or are you just lashing out because of a trapped emotion or maybe a bad program? There's that computer software reference again. A final thought. The world certainly appears to be out of balance and heavily weighted in fear. But humans have always known 
that you need to counter with more weight when out of balance. Be more heavy with love. And I'll bet this blue rock around you comes into way more balance. Until next time, find peace, lead with love, and live Aloha. Aloha.